0: Are you trying to avoid a foreclosure, but you don't have the funds to catch up on your mortgage? Then Chapter 13 Bankruptcy may be for you. Welcome to The $100 Heiress, the only podcast that shares with you the raw and uncut journey of what it really takes to go from rags to riches. Prepare to learn how to transform your dream into your reality through hard work and tips that you won't receive anywhere else. So let's get into today's show. Hello, heirs. How are y'all doing? It is Wednesday. How was your weekend? How has the beginning of your week been? We're on hump day. Have you been productive? Have you stuck to your financial plan? Or maybe you're trying to find a plan to help you in a tough financial situation. Well, welcome to $100 Heirs. Last week, we talked about Chapter 7, Bankruptcy. It's called the Liquidation Bankruptcy. If you didn't hear that podcast and you are considering bankruptcy, please go back and listen. It has a lot of helpful tips. And today we are going to talk about Chapter 13. It's called the Reorganization Bankruptcy. Now I'm going to do a little recap of seven because I want you to hear the podcast from last week. So I'm not going to tell you everything, but remember chapter seven is liquidation and sometimes you lose everything in that one. You have to sell it to pay off your debts. Well, chapter 13, it basically comes down to your your assets and your income level. So in chapter seven, that's more for people with an unsteady income, a recent job loss. You know, I say it's pretty much for the people that are poverty level with a lot of debt. Chapter 13 means that you make enough money to pay back your debts you would fall into chapter 13 if that's you so when you do the means test that's taking how much you make and how much you owe and and all your secured and unsecured debt and the you know the lawyer or the means test says you make enough to pay us back we're not going to just resolve all your debts that's chapter 13 chapter 13 also it will stop your foreclosure so if foreclosure is your top priority, you need to take Chapter 13. Now, if you need something fast, that's Chapter 7. Chapter 7 is like four to six months, where Chapter 13 is like three to five years. Okay? So you see, there is a there is a difference. A lot of Chapter 13 bankruptcy cases nationwide are dismissed. And I'm not sure why. Like, I did research and... I couldn't figure out why maybe if uh, they make too much to even do payment plan. I'm not sure. But it just is said that a lot of chapter 13 bankruptcy cases are dismissed. See, I would have thought chapter sevens would be dismissed because you have to make such little, little money to get everything resolved. So, but it said chapter 13. Regardless of which bankruptcy that you're choosing between. It's like trying to pick the lesser of two evils. I mean, it's a very tough time. It's very nerve-wracking, you know, but you have to do what you have to do and like I said in last week's um podcast, don't be shameful. There are a lot of millionaires today that have once or maybe more than once filed chapter 7, chapter 13, chapter 11s, you know, ch- filed bankruptcies period. Okay? So, the chapter 13 is um, your debt must be below also a certain level. Now, when I research the amount of money that uh, the chapter 13, the debt, the unsecured debt, it said the unsecured debt is less than $419,275. Who has that $419,000 in unsecured debt? And your secured debt has to be within 1,257,850. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you something. I mean, look, this is a non-judgment zone. But if you have that much debt, you know, that much debt, uh, you definitely need to take the financial courses. Definitely, because you need to, you know, when you're spiraling out of control way before that. Unless, unless you, you know, maybe you're married and your husband or your wife was was one breadwinner in a the family, then they passed away unexpectedly and they didn't have any savings and they didn't have any life insurance. And which I will hope if you're making high six figures and stuff like that and seven figures, you have big life insurance policies and savings accounts, okay? Um, yeah, so that is, uh, for the chapter 13. So again, I don't know why there's so many dismissed cases, um, or why there's a larger dismiss of chapter 13s and chapter seven, when you have to fit with that humongous guideline. But anyway, that's that <laughs> chapter 13 is stays on your credit report for seven years. Okay. And chapter seven is stayed on for 10 years. And with the chapter 13 bankruptcy, you can't file for it again until so after two years, which is not that long. I believe the chapter, what was the chapter seven? It was longer than two years. I think it was maybe seven or eight years you couldn't file again. But again, if you're going through this very serious time, I would hope you learn from your mistakes and not go through another bankruptcy ever again, ever, no matter what bankruptcy it is, that you would have learned and not do it again. Okay. So with the chapter 13, they reorganize your, your debts. They work out a, uh, well, the court approves a monthly payment plan for you and you have to pay back a portion of your unsecured debts and all your secured debts over a period of three to five years. And that uh, depends on your income and the amount of debt you have. Remember, everything you own, everything you do, I mean, it goes back. All your taxes. Oh, and you have to be caught up on your taxes for the chapter 13. That might be another reason why a lot of cases are dismissed as well. But everything is put on the table and you are put on a strict budget for chapter 13. So there is no privacy with a chapter 13 everything is put on the table okay so the chapter 13 though a lot of times you get to keep all your assets okay all your apps at assets you get to keep and and that is I think I hear more about chapter 13 than I do about the um chapter 7s because I always hear people say I'm paying on my bankruptcy like I have a payment from a bankruptcy and I know like a lot of these places um these credit repair places and stuff—they put all your stuff together, have a like a monthly plan, and be careful with those credit those credit places. I found out um, that a lot of those places it's illegal in certain states. There is no credit repair. Um, legally in a lot of states. And I think Georgia is one of them. Like you're not supposed to have credit repair companies in Georgia that are guaranteeing certain things. Double check. But um, I did read that a couple of states um, have made it illegal for credit repair companies to say, you know, they'll work out your credit problems and, and this and that. So do, again, always do your own research. And like I also said in the last podcast, I suggest that you get bankruptcy Lawyers, there are a lot of bankruptcy lawyers, reputable. Do your own research. I'm in Georgia, and Clark Howard, he's um. He's a respectful guy that that talks about companies and does reviews and stuff. And he suggested Clark and Washington, a bankruptcy place, and they have great reviews and they have great prices and they work with you. You know um, how much money you can put down to start the case and this if there's even any money required to start your bankruptcy case. But please don't do this on your own. There's too many ways you can mess up and you don't want to go to jail. And you don't want to get fined. So you already are in a mess, right? You're not a lawyer. (laughs) So why would you continue to add on to your mess and make a bigger mess? Get a bankruptcy lawyer. There's lots of them, lots of bankruptcy lawyers. So again, chapter 13, the biggest difference between chapter 13 and chapter 7 is a person's assets and income level. Now, if you have foreclosures, that's your main thing, then chapter 13 is for you, not chapter seven. And I know during this time of people losing jobs or they're getting furloughed or their hours are getting cut, a lot of people, they're, they're behind on their mortgages, okay? And their car loans and all this kind of stuff. Chapter 13 stops it chapter seven you might have to give it all up I'm not it's not for sure people think chapter seven you automatically lose everything that's not true either and again I'm not going to tell you everything from last week's podcast go check it out (laughs) but chapter 13 will stop a foreclosure if you fall among the guidelines okay you take your means test and all those kind of things so This concludes our two week series on chapter sevens and chapter 13 bankruptcies. I'm really not going to get into chapter 11s because that's to reorganize businesses and corporations and, um, the, you know, they, the courts come up with a business plan, how they can continue to operate their company while paying off their debts. And the creditors again must approve chapter 11s and, um, a lot of people, Uh, especially like real estate investors they have too much debt to qualify for chapter 13 you know or uh they have a high value property and assets so they have to go under a chapter 11 so i think chapter 11 is for the really rich folks You know, either you have too much debt, or you have too much assets, too much high value assets and things. So that is chapter 11 to make just quick. So I don't want to discuss chapter 11 because most people like us, we're either chapter seven or chapter 13, but those big organizations, those people with a lot of land and a lot of high value properties, you're chapter 11 and you definitely, definitely need a lawyer with chapter 11. Well, I hope I answered some of y'all questions you know, do your research. Don't sit there having creditors call you and, and hassle you when you don't have the money. If you don't have the money, you don't have the money. And you sitting there getting behind more and more on debt is not helping your credit. So whether you file bankruptcy or not, it's still going on your credit that you're you're not paying on time. They're going to close it out and they could take you to court. And who wants to go to court, right? So figure out bankruptcies for you. There is life after bankruptcy. Don't let people scare you and think, Oh, you've made this huge financial mistake. Really, to be honest, who hasn't made a financial mistake in their life? Okay, there's some people that are huge in debt, but they never filed bankruptcy and their credit cards were closed out, you know, and things like that. But they just got away with not being taken to court. Not everybody's that lucky. Okay. Um, Some people have Well, I don't even say some, a lot of people have foreclosures on their records and stuff. And they, they still were able to buy a home a few years later. So live and learn, admit your mistake, face it. You need to face your, your financial problems. Okay. We can't move forward until we face them. And then we try to correct them and bankruptcy may be for you. Until next time, my heirs, thank you always, always for listening. Because every listening ear is a support. And I'll see you next week on $100 Heirs. Ta-ta.